0: You are listening to Power Talk with Dr. Norman Thomas, sponsored by New Life Church International, a church for all nations. Nothing grows unless you plant a seed, first of all. So when you're talking about growth, you gotta remember a seed must be planted. You know, you just can't grow without a seed being planted. Many times people uh, don't think in terms of a seed, but when you go to a seminar, you're planting a seed, the time that you have given for that seminar, the, maybe the, the expenses, the cost, uh, the lodging, the transportation that it took you to, to get there and to be in the presence of the presenter. All of that is a seed that you have sown into your own personal growth. But you gotta remember, seed, growth follows seed. So be thinking seed consciousness because that's where growth occurs. And I tell you what, the kingdom of God is based on seed based living. and, And that's growth all the way around. So, in order for you to grow personally in every way, seed must be planted for the area of growth for which you're expecting. So, you cannot have expectation for growth in any area of life, any area of life, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a career or profession whether it's finances whether it's spiritual growth or emotional health or even mental health as we were talking about earlier you've got to plant the seed so speaking of the mental health seed be sure that you tune in on September the 19th that's a Sunday morning because you may say well you know pastor I'm good I don't I don't have any issues in that area well learn how you can become an instrument of health to someone else learn how you can in in better the lives of other people by being equipped with the tools that you need uh, uh, as a a giver of care to someone else that is in your world of influence. So plant that seed by tuning in September the 19th for uh, our episode on mental health and the church. Let's see what the role of the church is in advancing and promoting mental welfare. Now, so, when i say seed then the first question to me is where in the world do i get the seed to sow for the growth that i want well if you know me if you've been listening to me any length of time you know exactly where i'm going with this the seed is the word that's where the seed comes from it comes from the word it's "Oh, pastor i knew you were going to take it right back to the word but i'm just talking listen there is no growth without seed and the Bible says, Jesus said, the Word is the seed. He said it in Luke chapter 8, verse 11. When he taught on this concept of seed-based living, he said in Luke 8, 11, the seed is the Word of God. The seed is the Word of God. That comes right from the mouth of Jesus, so you can't get any better than that. So, I know you've heard it before, but... Perhaps you haven't practiced it, practiced it, practiced it to the highest level for for the expectations that you have in your life. So just think about it, what areas of life do you want to grow? What areas of life do you want to grow? Is it in sports? Is it in a hobby, developing a pastime, uh, something just for enjoyment? Maybe you don't have any enjoyment in your life no recreation in your life you just work 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 and you don't rest you don't recreate you need to grow in the area of recreation well you need to plant the seed for that growth in the area of recreation and you'll experience a harvest there so for the believer who desires to grow the believer who desires to mature and for those who aspire to become believers in Christ, your approach to the word must become a seed-based approach if you want to grow. My approach to the word of God must become a seed-based approach to the word if I desire to grow. So, we must become planters of the word in our hearts for the area for which we're trying to grow. Now, tonight... I'm gonna look at number one. Area number one. If you plan on experiencing growth, I'm gonna go through five. Tonight is number one. It is very simple. It's called be intentional. Now these notes again are on our website. These are my notes, they're on the website and you can download them or you can download them to your device or print them out at your leisure. Be intentional, be intentional. In the book of St. Mark, chapter 4, Jesus is teaching on the concept of seed-based living. Seed-based living. Can I say something to you about that? Seed-based living is contrast to provision-based living. Yes. We generally live life, people generally live life to make a living. That's the general concept of life. I've got to go make a living. Well, when you study this out in the Bible, you find out that your living has already been made. It's been made by God and deposited inside of you. Now, your livelihood is within you. Your future is within you. Your destiny is within you. Everything that you're gonna be is already inside of you. And if you don't go for it, you end up uh, becoming a copy of something else. But you, your future, your destiny is in your heart. And that's why Jesus talks so much about speaking from the heart because you plant when you speak the words into the atmosphere, into the arena of your life and you're causing the harvest of your words spoken to sprout up around you. So here in this particular passage in Mark chapter four, I'm gonna read verses three, four, 14 and 15, because they all go together. Because on three and four, he's teaching it. And on 14 and 15, he's explaining it. I wanna tell you what happens between three and four and 14 and 15. In between there is this whole thing of the disciples asking Jesus to explain what he just taught. What he just taught is represented In 3 and 4. And then here's what Jesus said to them. You mean to tell me you don't know what I'm trying to say to you? You, You're not getting this? This concept of seed-based living down." Here's what he said. If you don't understand this, then you literally don't understand anything else I have to say. That's powerful. And that gives you the level of importance this subject is. He says you this is fundamental this is foundational this is rudimentary this this you got to get this if you don't get this you will misunderstand a lot of everything else i got to say most of whatever i got to say you're going to misunderstand it because you haven't gotten this foundation so let's look at what he taught in verse 13 and 14 now the teaching in verse three and four the teaching is bigger than this but we're, we're capturing the elements one lesson at a time. So just follow me. In verse 3, he says, Listen, a farmer went out to sow his seed, or a farmer went out to plant his seed. And as he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. The word path is important because it gives you a description of the type of ground those seed fell on, the path the path in the King James Bible is referred to as the wayside. In other words, it's not officially a part of the garden. It's on the wayside of the garden. I equate it to those parts of the garden. I remember my great-grandmother doing this, and she would till her ground in the back of her yard, the side of her house there, and there would be rows. In between the rows would be paths. Those paths were for her to walk and to tend to the right and the left the rows in her garden. You don't plan in the path because the path is hard ground, it's, it's not tilled, it's compacted as a result of walking on it every day and attending to the mounds of the rows that are in the garden. You follow me? So just think about it like that. So when the seed falls on that part of the earth or that part of the ground in the garden or on the edges of the garden, it doesn't make it to the tilled ground. And when it doesn't, it remains exposed on top of that hardened, trodden path. My note says, personal growth never happens arbitrarily, nor does it happen accidentally? See, when that farmer scattered the seed, he did not scatter the seed intentionally. He scattered the seed and some fell on the right parts of the ground and others of it fell on the wrong parts of the ground. Well, let's keep reading, look at verse 15. then Jesus now is is on the explaining side of this this parable, this teaching, okay? This is after the disciples were confounded by what he was talking about. Then he tells them what I told you earlier. And now he's re-explaining his teaching and and we're capturing this portion of the teaching he's re-explaining. He says, some people are like seed along the path or the wayside. He says, where the word is sown, As soon as they hear it, the word, Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown in them. You see, he's equating the fact that the birds would come and just pick that seed up off the hard ground and eat it. He's equating that to the enemy, to uh, the enemy coming and just robbing you of the word because You're not taking time or to intentionally plant that word in your heart. Growth is intentional. You plant what you desire to harvest and you plant the seed where you want it to grow. You don't just throw a seed out there and expect it to grow where it belongs or where you would like it to grow. Wherever you want the seed to grow, that's where you plant the seed. What you want to grow, that's what you plant. So you don't plant beans if you want corn. You have to plant corn. You want to plant it where you want it to grow. Otherwise, it'll just come up anywhere potentially, or the seed will hit that hard ground, that surface ground, and be taken by the birds of the air, or the enemy will come and rob that word from you. So now let's relate this to our growth formula here. The former in our example, in our example, scattered seed carelessly, and as a result, the seed did not make it to the till ground prepared to receive it. The aimless scattering of seed can be seen in our careless and casual attitudes regarding the word. For more inspiration, visit our YouTube channel at Dr. Norman Thomas.